some people love Shakespeare, others not so much. But a Shakespeare adaptation is always a good time. Constellation Theatre at 14th and T is featuring a musical called Desperate Measures. It's based off of Shakespeare's play Measure for Measure, but it's set in the Wild West. A gunslinging nun teams up with a sheriff and a saloon dancer to save her brother. Buy tickets now at constellationtheater.org. The show runs through March 17th. Once again, that's constellationtheater.org. Today on CityCast DC, Maryland lawmakers are kicking off a new session and they've got big issues to tackle, thanks to Supreme Court rulings on abortion rights and gun control. But there's also one topic that residents have put on the agenda, and that is weed regulation. Voters approved legalization in the November election, and Hannah Gaskill of the Baltimore Sun is here to explain how legislators plan to regulate it, and fast. It's Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is CityCast DC. big issues facing Maryland lawmakers this session is weed since question four passed. That was where voters decided to legalize weed for anybody older than 21. But of course, these things can't just happen overnight. And I'm here with Hannah Gaskell of the Baltimore Sun to get into all the issues. Hannah, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me back. I really appreciate it. So when will pot become legal in Maryland? It's kind of complicated. So there's a transition process that will start January 1st, but technically question four goes into full effect on July 1st. So I would imagine that that's because state legislators have to first figure out how to regulate it. Do you have any sense of how they're approaching it? I talked to the Senate president, Bill Ferguson. This is his fourth term as the Senate president, but he's been in the Senate for a while at this point. This session, they need to work on the logistics of the expungement process for people who have been imprisoned uh, for cannabis possession, which is now legal. So like they should, they're looking at ways to like undo uh, their record. And then the licensing of growers and dispensaries is still on the table and which agency is gonna regulate it. Uh, Like presumably the comptroller which regulates alcohol and tobacco, but that's to be seen. Also, you mentioned expungement. What does that look like for folks who have criminal history with marijuana use? Well, you know, that's part of what they have to figure out this session. And and that's part of the discontent that occurred when this regulatory bill was passed. I believe it was Jazz Lewis in the House who said that the bill should be passed not perfectly because perfect is the enemy of the good. But there were like several lawmakers, particularly members of the Legislative Black Caucus, that that were discontented with the bill. Most of them signed on with it regardless. A couple of them, notably Senator Jill Carter out of Baltimore City and Delegate Gabriel Acevedo out of Montgomery County, voted in opposition in spite of being in favor of legalization because they didn't see that the bill went far enough. What specifically did they not like about that bill? Like, if they thought it didn't go far enough, how far would they like it to go? I think that they were frustrated with the lack of impact that it would have on the Black community and communities of color, which have been disproportionately 
affected by the war on drugs. This is paraphrasing Senator Carter, but I believe she said something on the floor like, if someone sticks a, a knife in your back six inches and pulls it out three inches, they're not doing you a favor, you know. The brand new Arbor at Tacoma is built for your most convenient urban living. Whether you want to enjoy the vibrant Tacoma, D.C. community or comfortably retreat into a sleek sanctuary all your own. The kitchens have striking dark navy and white cabinets and throughout the home, there are wood floors and smart home technology. Some homes even have a private outdoor space. With a quick walk to the metro, you can easily head into downtown or stay close and enjoy the retail that's on site. Located at 218 Cedar Street Northwest, the Arbor Tacoma offers brand new one and two bedroom condos starting in the upper 300,000s. Visit thearborattacoma.com for more information. That's Tacoma with a K. So T-H-E-A-R-B-O-R-A-T-T-A-K-O-M-A.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, so this is all pretty complicated, a lot of, like, regulations and all of that. Let's just cut to the chase. Is this a contentious issue with voters in Maryland? 67.2% of Marylanders who voted on November 8th voted in favor of legalization. At the same time, there are people that see legalization as we have voted in favor of it as not full legalization because there are still criminal penalties, you know. So I think that we can uh, keep our eyes open and take a look ahead this session about the regulatory aspect, but in future sessions about maybe the loosening or maybe the tightening, depending on how this year goes, of restrictions. I know that one of the phrases that we hear a lot in conversations about marijuana legislation is personal use. What exactly is personal use yes. in Maryland? So according to this new law that Maryland voters passed, up to one and a half ounces of cannabis is considered personal use. Can you smoke weed in public after legalization? No. <laughs> no, you cannot. I know that's disappointing to a lot of people, but it's like you can't technically drink in public. So if you get caught smoking weed in public, you could be facing a $250 fine as the bill was originally presented, it would have just been $50. The Senate adjusted that to be a larger fine. And any subsequent finding of guilt would be another $500 up from the House's original $150 charge. You mentioned it's illegal to drink in public technically, but people put it in a paper bag or mm-hmm. put it in a different container. Maybe someone should be figuring out the equivalent for marijuana for putting it in a paper bag. I mean, I think that's another regulatory aspect. In Maryland, I'm 99% certain that when you're stopped by a police officer while you're driving, they have good cause to search your car for the scent of cannabis so that 
might be something that the legislature looks into this session. We're going to have a new attorney general and Anthony Brown also. And I can't imagine he wouldn't have some kind of say in, in that as well. Will you be able to legally grow weed at home? You can grow two plants in your home starting July 1st. So according to Capital News Service, 15,000 people in Maryland were arrested for cannabis-related charges between 2018 and 2020. That is a non-trivial amount of people. I know that you've already said that folks are talking about expungement, so erasing of those convictions, but I would just love to know more about, like, what that might look like, you know, considering this is a, a pretty big amount of people that we're talking about that expungement would actually impact. Ahead of the passage of question four by voters or even the filing of the bill that would have introduced question four, I watched the cannabis legalization work group that the House held. And there were a lot of questions about what that could look like, because a lot of the time, you know, when you're arrested, you charges are just like piled upon you to get you for whatever they can, you know. Um, so th- there have been a lot of questions, not only that, but like, Maryland only started the digital record process not that long ago. So a lot of these are paper records, like people who were like arrested for this in the 80s, the 90s, etc. I think that they still have to figure out that. And I, I think that's how part of the reason why this didn't get settled last session. Hannah, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to have you back. Of course, I'm, I'm happy to, to join you anytime. Thank you so much for having me. And before you head out, some quick news. D.C. Council members Christina Henderson and Zachary Park are calling for accountability after the shooting of a 13-year-old boy in Northeast over the weekend. A man shot and killed Karen Blake after accusing him of breaking into cars in the neighborhood. The council members say that no property is worth the cost of a life. Parker held a community meeting yesterday to address residents' concerns. Meanwhile, it's flu season. Canine flu season, that is. More dogs in the DMV are getting sick, and Montgomery County Animal Services is encouraging pet owners to skip the dog park and doggy daycare until cases fall again. So if your dog has the flu, separate them from other animals for at least a month. Also, D.C. is phasing out its program that houses homeless and medically vulnerable residents in hotel rooms. The program was launched in April 2020 to protect people at high risk for COVID. But now, no new residents will be enrolled, and the 532 residents currently in the program will be encouraged to find other long-term housing over the course of the year. They'll receive case management services to help with that. And lastly, more than 800 Arlington Public School students will get a chance to practice with the one, the only, Alex Ovechkin of the Capitals on Friday. It's a way to celebrate Ovechkin becoming the second-best goal scorer in NHL history. In addition to skating with the captain, the kids will also get t-shirts marking the milestone and a chance to take pictures with him. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. And if you've enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend who's looking to blaze it in Maryland on July 1st? Also, please leave us a review and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. Today, we're literally moving out of our newsroom. This is the last day I'm allowed to be here. So so, uh, it's a little hectic over here. Apologies. Whoa, sorry, I'm tethered.